0: Hello, and welcome to the Global Mental Health Outreach Podcast. My name is Cavell, and today I'm with Angel. And um, we are a 501c3 nonprofit organization formed by a group of high schools around the world hoping to spread awareness related to mental health and provide uh, support and help to those in need of mental facilities.
1: And this topic in our podcast today this week is social anxiety so Cavell have you ever experienced social anxiety before and if so what were some of your coping mechanisms for it
0: yeah so I have social anxiety a lot Uh, I like to say that a lot especially like in school and stuff um I mean I'm a pretty like outgoing person I you get see to know me and stuff but like sometimes it's like it's hard for me to socialize I'm like shy at first um and especially for me like in the mornings it's really hard for me to talk to people like usually I'm not like awake until like probably like 11 a.m so like I'm very quiet in my classes sometimes and like it's just like kind of weird because sometimes like we might have to do like a group thing in the morning and I'm like really not up for it because like I just can't like it's too many people too many interactions I usually like slow mornings where I'm like not around so many people but what I like to do is kind of just like just do it you know what I mean kind of just like push myself to um like talk um and it's not even really talking in front of people that's like that gives me like that social anxiety it's just like me like it's just like how other people react to me sometimes um like sometimes I'll like think about a conversation like hours after it happened like a specific thing that happened in there and I'm like oh my gosh why did you say that and then like what helps with that is is like just thinking about like how it doesn't really matter and like how that makes me me. you know like the little things like the little quirks that I have it's like not you know a bad thing um Mm -hmm. so yeah that's like one of the things that I guess helps me um with social anxiety in like the school setting Mm -hmm. how about Mm -hmm. you
1: Oh yeah, for me, I definitely ex- experience social anxiety a lot, but, like, it's kind of different from, like, what you experience a it because, for me, I'm also, I'd say, like, quite an extroverted person and I don't really have trouble in talking from, like, a big audience. But a lot of the times, I also, like, think about a conversation, like, what, like, two hours after it happened and I'm also, like, holy, holy crap, like, why did I say this and, and all that. And I think a lot of the times, I think my social anxiety mainly stems from judgment because I'm really scared of being judged by others for some reason and I feel like whenever I want to be myself I feel like a bunch of people like judging me and I feel like it's a really bad trait that I have and um recently I started to care less about what people think because I talked to myself my friends about it and stop fearing of judgment is to literally just only cherish and like value the people who like I valued my own life like I stopped caring so much about what other people think when I started to put more emphasis on like my close friends and like building a memorable like high school experience with them instead of caring so much about um you know irre- irrelevant people's idea and that that's like in terms of school yeah but, like do you do you experience like social anxiety outside of school
0: yeah all the time like it's kind of like weird but like I so this past summer I worked at a trampoline park and that has like a lot of people in there and like you know little kids and stuff that's been like one thing that helped me like really push myself to talk to people and interact with people outside of school and stuff and that was like definitely an interesting thing because like when I got the job I was like of course like working with kids like doing you know theme parks and everything like that I, I thrive in stressful environments but I just didn't it took me a while to like speak up and like you know, if, like, a mom was, like, you know, was, uh, like, scared for her kid to go on, like, a ride or something like that, it was, like, hard for me to be, like, hey, it's okay, you know, like, you don't have to, I promise, like, we're gonna make sure they're fastened and all that stuff, um, but over time, I was able to, like, just approach people and be, like, hey, like, would you, like, to try this ride, this and that, and, um, like, it, it became easier for me to even get along with, like, my co-workers and stuff, because I always get nervous, because, like, a lot of my coworkers are guys and they're like all like they'll have like frat guy energy, if that makes sense. and I was like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was just like, uh, I don't know if I can do this right now. But then I just talked to them and they're actually really cool people. They're some of my like closest friends now, even though I don't work there anymore, but like they've been some of the most fun people and they make it so interesting to come to work. And I would have never known that if I didn't just like, you know, go up to them and start conversation. um So, definitely getting that job was something that I was uh like they're really helping with social anxiety like outside of school and then like you know coming back to school I realized it's not that bad. You know, I can talk to people, you know, that I don't usually talk to or, you know, I could start a conversation uh with a stranger. And um yeah, it just makes it a lot easier and you realize it's not even that I mean a lot of the things that you like worry about are just in your head. And Mm -hmm. uh, once you just get out there and start, you don't really you know realize you don't really like feel as bad.
1: Yeah. Well, like, I guess for me, at least, to be honest, I don't think I really experienced social anxiety outside of school for, like, some weird reason. A lot of this, like, anxiety comes from school When like, pe- like, like, Gen Zs, like, people our age for some reason. um, Like, I mean, I think, like, I think sometimes I do actually have trouble ordering food at a restaurant, like, for some reason that just scares me oh, yeah. a lot. You know what I'm talking about? Like, sometimes yeah. I, just, I don't want to be ordering food right now and I don't want to be the person who's interacting with with the waiter. So like in terms of that sometimes I do get anxiety from that but most of the time I don't know um I think maybe if I if I got a job I'll ex- experience some part of it but as of right now I don't have a job so most of like the anxiety and stuff since stems from school and like our peers um yeah I don't really know I, know. I definitely think I get that
0: with like ordering food and stuff but also like talking on the phone is so hard for me too like just making a phone call, I just can't do it because, like, there's so many things that go into a phone call, I feel like, and, like, a lot of times, like, if I'm going shopping with my dad or something like that, he's always telling me to, like, call the place before you go to make sure they have what you want, and I cannot call them. Like, I hate calling you. I'd rather text you than call you because I just suck at, like, you know, making phone calls, and, like, always, every time I call somebody, they're, like, you know, if I have to, like, leave a voicemail, it's the worst thing because I don't know what to say, and then, like, it's just a long pause and then I'm like okay well bye like I suck at it I don't even know how to like you know how like your mom is like like always on the phone with someone and they're like, talking for hours and then like
1: they eventually yeah. hang up like I don't know how to hang up like I don't know how to just bye, you know yeah like, no, yeah I understand like, yeah I totally understand what you're saying like I think for me like um I'm really scared of like translation for some reason because um my, my mom she doesn't really know how to speak English too well so like a lot of the times on calls she'll ask me to translate and stuff in which I'm happy to help but like I get so anxious from like translating on the phone because like on one end I would have to be translating for her and then on the other end I have to like translate it for the person on the phone and like it's just like chaotic and then I get like like nervous sometimes and then sometimes <laughs> like I forget how to speak um also like yeah sometimes when I'm calling like customer service and stuff um I don't really know like what to say and like don't know it's just like really stressful for some reason like to some people it might just be like a phone call right like a really simple phone call but for me I don't know it's like one of the most like stressful things I have to do ever
0: yeah and that's why like for a lot of the phone calls I have to make I have to rehearse it beforehand like Mm -hmm. (laughs) I pretend like I'm someone else and I'm like okay this is what I would say and so like I have to like put on a a, like different persona so I like don't like, get nervous while I talk to them, anytime, like, I have to call, like, even, like, I actually made my first, like, doctor's appointment, which is, like, a big accomplishment for me, because I was never able to do that, and I'm gonna have to learn how to do that soon. like night, so I called the, like, office, and I was, like, hi, make me an appointment, this, is that, and I was, like, oh, wow, I actually just did that, and I made, like, a little script on my phone, um, just to, like, make sure I got everything, and I was actually, it's actually, like, really liberating, because you feel, like, grown up, and, like, you know, like sophisticated, I don't know, making a phone call because I feel like everything now is like through text or like some sort of form, so you don't really talk to the person. But I think um, like little things like that helped me with like social anxiety and realize like it's not even that bad sometimes. And mm-hmm. like sometimes, I mean, obviously sometimes like you can, and I also I try to like interpret how people are feeling based on the tone of their voice whenever they're talking to you on the phone and that's also really stressful because I'm talking to them and they're responding to me but then I hear like a different tone in their voice and I'm like okay maybe I should stop talking maybe I should hang up now or something like that mm-hmm. uh, which is like scary but then at the end of the day it's like I probably won't talk to you again if you're like a random like customer service agent like I probably won't so like you know it's not yeah. that
1: I think it's like I think a lot of the times like these social anxiety stuff I feel like it could also come from like overanalyzing like overthinking a lot of situations oh, yeah. because like um a lot of the times like me I feel like um like I over overthink or like overanalyze like and I get like really anxious by it um I don't really to explain it. like do you overthink or like do you overanalyze yeah, anything
0: I overanalyze like pretty much everything I do like literally everything I do uh I was I think what did I do like it's not even like it's not even like a big thing it's just like the tiny things that I do I'm like if I'm like playing with my hair too much during something, I'm like, why did you do that? Why were you even doing that? Or like, especially with like the way people speak, I just realized I like listen to like the tiniest change in their tone. and I'm like, oh my gosh, did I do something? Or like, mm-hmm. you know, are they okay? Or something like that. And like, oh, once actually, I was in a club meeting for like class council at my school and I accidentally like took a picture of like one of the books we had there and I sent it to my teacher and I was like oh no I was like oh no they we are probably like what is wrong with her mm-hmm. and I was like worrying about it the entire day and then when I got home from school she texted me back she's like what's this and I was like oh no, I was like, oh, no. and the next day at school she was like laughing about it but I thought she'd be like upset because she's like one of the more stricter teachers but she was like, no, that actually made my day. I didn't know that she actually liked sending pictures to me. I was like, no, I that was an accident. But like the whole mm-hmm. night I was up like, okay, is she like upset? Is she like, why are you doing this? Like, I don't know. I just yeah. went down this entire like rabbit hole about everything that she could have been like reacted to, mm-hmm. like, or how she could have reacted to that. So it's I a think, struggle. But mm-hmm.
1: yeah, like I think a lot of the times, like I think people like tend to like make up scenarios inside of their heads and like they they like over like they, they they like think things their way like even though that like the problem is really small like for me at least when there's a really small problem I like overthink it and then I think of like every single possible like scenario that could happen that are like really unrealistic and I start to like overwhelm myself And hence I get like really anxious about stuff um and then a lot of the times like even at like social gatherings sometimes I just like make up random scenarios in my head or like I think like Oh, this person's tone, like like you said, like this person's tone, like changed. Like, oh, what if they're like mad at me now? Or, like, oh, what if like this happens? Like a lot of what ifs and like that, like just come up to my head. like these what ifs honestly are just um how to explain this? Like really unrealistic what ifs. Like it's it, like just it won't happen, but like for some reason it still like stresses me out. Like, I don't know. Do you have any like advice for like people who like deal with stuff like this? Like think of overthink a lot and like think of all these like weird possibilities that like don't even happen
0: um I would say a lot of times when people overthink it's because like they're probably by themselves or like you know they're not distracted so I I would try to say like distract yourself but also like um like after usually this like happens like after a long day or like after day in like uh you know a social gathering you come home but I think a better way to express that is to write it down or definitely like journal about it um, because I remember, like, when I was little, I had a, a diary. I had a bunch of diaries, and I would just write every single thought in there. And I didn't really overthink it; it was just there. It was already there on paper. And I think something about having it on paper kind of just like finalizes it, and it just stays there. And like you don't really think about it again unless you open that book. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I I I stopped like writing a diary after I was like ten. So like that's when I started overthinking. So I was, like, <laughs> maybe like <laughs> things like that could help um like writing it down or doing things that like kind of make it final like kind of show that you put it out there like even like writing like voice memos you know on your phone or something like that I think yeah. doing things like that where it makes it permanent it's like already out of your brain mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, because like most of the times when you're overthinking you're not like saying it out loud really it's in your brain so I think just getting out of here helps to kind of finalize it and like like you know make I'm it go away. Of, like
1: on, on taper yeah I think Yeah, that, yeah I don't mean like like, I think that, like, technique actually works really well, too, because a lot of the times, like, in our brains and, our, like, in our minds, like, we process, like, things, like, I don't know, like, very fast. So we tend to be, like, caught up in, like, a ton of stuff. But if you actually put it down on paper and, like, you visualize it and you see it yourself, you could, like, know, like, right away, oh, this thing that I'm, like, overthinking of is doesn't even, like, make sense. And, like, why the heck am I still thinking about it? Or, like, for me, at least, I think to apply to something that I, like, actually do is when I have, like, 10,000 assignments to do. It's just in my head and I procrastinate like every day, like me thinking about like the assignments I have to do. And then when I actually put it down on paper, I realized it's not even that many assignments. It was just like five assignments to complete. And I'm just like literally sitting there and like overthinking everything and like procrastinating on everything. Where like, like, after I wrote it down, I, just, I realized there's only like five assignments to complete and like each of them took like, I don't know, maximum like three hours. And like, yeah, I think visualizing stuff and like putting stuff on paper like, definitely helps a lot if you're an overthinker or if, like, your mind, like, clutters a lot. Like, put a visualization into all of the thoughts that's going on inside your brain. Yeah.
0: Yeah, definitely. I think also, like, like, with what you're talking about with, um like, assignments and having anxiety over that, I think what I learned was, like, having repetition in, like, music. So, I play, like, um like, certain songs that, like, have, like, a, like, a constant beat like do you listen to tammy and paula yeah i do yeah i I listen to music a lot when i do homework because it's like a constant thing i think um hearing that like constant um like uh, beat or something like that like it helps me to like stay focused and not like worry about okay i have this i still have to do this and this and this and this but like repetitively listening to that also helped me to like stay focused on the assignment and i realized it's not even that much that i have to do
1: yeah i agree like a lot of times i think music definitely helps a lot in um situations like this like for me like weirdly i put my songs on repeat every time i like do homework for some reason it's probably like um really weird but for me i like put one song on repeat like over and over again for some reason sometimes if i don't put a song on repeat i get distracted by a song but like when the song goes over and over again i tend to be able to focus when i'm on what i'm doing um like like for me, when I listen to music, I pick like songs that have nice beats and melodies to it over like the lyrics, even though like lyrics are important too, but I'm more of like a beat and like melody person. Um, If I like don't really like the melody and beat, it's a bit hard for me to like the music because for some reason I like don't listen. I don't really focus on the lyrics. I like focus more on the beats and like I actually have to pull up the lyrics and like listen to the words that um the artist is singing to be able to understand, like fully understand like um the lyrics of it like i don't know if you experience yeah. like that too
0: i think that's how i like listen to it too so like when i listen to a new song like i i feel like a lot of people you hear the melody first and then you hear the lyrics next and then kind of like a combination of that is like okay that's how i like the song but i guess it depends on the artist mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. i think a lot yeah like speaking of like music and everything i think um like music kind of also like plays on someone's like personality i think right like, I don't know if it's, like, scientifically proven, but, like, i seen somewhere that, like, um people with, like, similar music taste, like, tend to bond better. Like, their personality seems to, like, match better. Like, I don't know if you've, like, heard of it, too, but, like, yeah, music, like, plays a lot in, like, someone's, like, um, personality. Right? Yeah, I think definitely and music
0: is, like, a big part of it, too. Even with, like, social anxiety, like, listening to music just helps, like, calm your nerves and everything like that, and, like, the kinds of people you listen to also like influence how you are as a person I think a lot of times like the music that you listen to like the lyrics like you know it kind of reflects like what you like and you know what resonates with you in that way so I think also if other people like that you guys kind of have similar interests or similar you know like you know like issues or whatever that those songs help you go through so yeah
1: yeah for sure I think besides music right like another coping mechanism I guess um people have with like probably talking to people I think like I think it's honestly really therapeutic um when I talk to people for some reason like hence that's why like I like to call my friends a lot I don't really know like I think it's therapeutic to like socialize and like talk to people sometimes and honestly sometimes like my parents do get like mad at me for like calling my friends so long and like not doing work but for some reason like I don't know like maybe like you have like an explanation for this I call my friends a lot. Like, I don't know why I have this, like, urge to always, like, call someone to, like, talk to someone. Like, if I don't, I feel like my mind is always, like, spiraling, like, I don't know, like, like, what, like, a a thousand miles per hour. No, I totally get that. My mind
0: is always like that, too, and, like, talking to people. That's, like, totally cool. Like, I love doing that. And I don't think a lot of people appreciate that because I definitely talk a lot, too, like, especially to my friends at school. I'm, like, I'm always, like, talking about something. And, like, it's, like, it's good, though, because it's always good to, like, have somebody to kind of unleash your thoughts on or else you're just going to, like, have it, like, perseverate in your brain, you know? And and Mm so I think that being able to talk to somebody, like, also helps you to, like, hear yourself talk. Because, like, a lot of times when you're, like, overthinking or something, it's in your brain. You don't really hear yourself talk about, talk about it out loud. And then sometimes when I'm talking out loud, I'm like, wait, this doesn't make any sense. Like, I did not, I hurt myself. I'm like, that doesn't, what am I doing? So, like, without that, I think I just continue to go insane, which is something that, like, I realized with, like, being on lockdown and everything. I'm like, I genuinely cannot be my by myself in my room. I can't do it. Like, I will actually go insane because I actually have to talk to somebody and, like, I realized, like, I would, like, talk to my parents, and it'd be, like, they'd be, like, okay, are you done now, are you done now, and you're, like, no, I'm not done, I have so much to do, and, like, so much to say, and so whenever I talk to my friends, like, we can talk for hours, and it'd be so cool, because, like, that's just how we are, so I definitely think that's a very important part of, like, you know, trying to cope with anxiety or social anxiety, is to just talk it out with people. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's actually, like, I also agree with that, but, like, for me, I don't know, I'm, like, weird, I don't know, like, like, sometimes, like, you know, like, I'm supposed to be doing, like, a homework assignment, right, but then I get, like, sidetracked by, like, like, texting, or, like, I, like, call someone for, like, way too long, and, like, I just get, like, distracted, but I don't know, like, I feel like I'm not, I'm supposed to be, like, I'm supposed to have, like, I'm supposed to have prior- priorities, right, like, I'm supposed mm-hmm. to prioritize, like, I don't know, probably, like, school, like, an assignment that's due in, like, two hours instead of, like, um a phone call, and, like, I don't really know, like, I feel like some other people also, like, um, deal with this or like have problems with this like how do you like sit down like actually focus on something like whenever like I want to focus on something I either have like no motivation mm-hmm. or um, like I-, I just I just like feel really tired and I want to sleep
0: <laughs> Um. well definitely like now like with me like having senioritis and stuff like that I've had like a million moments like that I'm like, do I want to do this right now? Like, I kind of don't want to. And like, it's really hard because like you have to prioritize like what you actually want to do and everything like that. And if you're like talking to somebody, right? And I think it depends on the conversation. Like if you guys are having an actual, like really like like deep conversation or something about something like really important, then I would say continue talking to them because I think that's more important. And I think you could always like find a way to make up the assignment. But um, if it's obviously, if you guys are just like catching up then you'd say hey like I have to do this assignment really quickly or with a lot of things I do like I just do my assignment while talking to them so a lot of times like if I'm talking to that friend we might have like the same assignment or might be in like the same class so since we're doing it together sometimes we get it done faster or something like that but then also just in general like with work that you don't want to do it's like it's really hard but one thing that I do is I like watch my favorite YouTubers or something like that like pertaining to school because I watch a lot of college vlogs and all that and or like people like on YouTube that you look up to just like watching them like live the life that you aspire to have like motivates me um to like do my work I'm like okay this is why I'm doing my work this is why I have to continue to do um these assignments because I want to be able to live like that or at least you know you know get to that level where I'm able to like you know have fun and like travel or you know go to this college or something like that so what I like to do, I have like the split screen and I'm doing my homework and then I have a video playing and then I'm like, OK, I can do this, you know, or like a lot of those like study with me videos or like, like, uh like do my homework with me or whatever like that. Those help me a lot, too, because at least I don't feel like I'm myself doing
1: this work. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Yeah, I totally relate. Like a lot of the times I feel like I'm just like missing that motivation. I don't know if it's. I don't know honestly like they're, they're, like some days like I magically just have like a burst of energy like like a boost of like motivation that comes up but then on like some days I like absolutely have like zero motivation and I feel like recently I'm having like less and less motivation to do work which is really bad to be honest um but like I guess like for people who are struggling with motivation and stuff I guess something I do is talk to like People who, like you said, like to look up to people who you want to be with in the future. Like for me, it's probably talking to um, seniors, like people who are in college, like living the life that I want to live. And like talking to them kind of makes me, you know, want to be like them too. And to also um, like enjoy life like they do, I guess. And like that also motivates me a lot. Um, Besides that, I feel like watching um, YouTube videos of like the place you want to live in in the future really helps. Like, for example, I really want to, like, um, go to, like, Manhattan or, like, New York City in the future. I don't know. It's, like, one of my dreams to live in, like, a New York apartment oh, no. and everything. Yeah, so, like, um one of the ways that, I like, I guess I try to motivate myself is, like, New York vlogs, you know, like, I don't know. Like, you know, vlogs are, like, spend seven days with me in, like, New York City or, like, spend, yeah. I don't know, five days with me in New York City or life yeah. life as a New Yorker or something like that. And, like, just looking at it and, like, looking at their life, yeah, that's definitely helpful because, like, you know, a lot of
0: times like, feel like, um, like, kind of lose sight of what they want to do or lose sight of what their purpose is or, you know, what they want to do in life. And I think just, like, finding people with simple things that you look up to or aspire to do can make a big difference
1: in your motivation levels. And, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Anyways, that concludes our episode for this podcast. Um, I hope the listeners online here, you're able to follow your dreams, reach your goals. And we hope that we gave helpful tips on not just social anxiety, but um, tips in life and also one's mental well-being. And we'll see you next time. Uh, once again, my name is Angel. And I'm Cabell. And thank you so much for listening. Bye.